Hello, I'm John D. Reinhardt. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the crazy adventures that go on here in this writer's house. This week, we're going to put our foot down and say, never quote me the odds. So I was shooting the breeze with this guy over the weekend. Actually, he wasn't just some guy. He's a decorated test pilot, hero, and author. And I didn't just shoot the breeze. It was an in-depth interview. <laughs> Man, you can't believe anything you hear these days. One of the best parts about being the author of California Air Museums, as well as being the host, is that you get to visit some great museums and meet some sincerely fascinating people. George J. Merritt is the historian at the Estragia Warbirds Museum in Paso Robles, California. An amazing individual, he worked for Howard Hughes, has written at least half a dozen books, has test-flown nearly every jet the United States produced since World War II, flew death-defying rescue missions in Vietnam, is building homeless shelters in Paso Robles, and happens to be just about the nicest guy you're ever going to meet. My wife and I spent a nice trio of hours with him, talking about the museum, about Howard Hughes, about the many aircraft he'd test-flown, and the man is remarkably sharp, and at 88 still flies. He said he'd keep flying until nobody wanted to fly with him anymore. So many of the stories he told stuck with me, but there was one in particular that I'm still pondering. During the Vietnam War, he flew fourth position in a flight of four A-1E Sky Raiders, big propeller-driven fighter planes produced right after the end of World War II. Well, they were slow compared to the jet fighters, but they were robust and they carried lots of weapons. His job, along with the other three Sky Raiders, was to clear the jungle around a downed American pilot by firing at the Viet Cong soldiers intent on making a capture so that the Huey helicopters could come in and rescue him. The big fighter planes would lumber over the jungle, firing a spray of machine gun bullets at anything that moved towards that downed pilot. The Viet Cong often fought back. In one flight, George watched the plane in front of him get hit, watched the pilot parachute away, and then actually watched the plane spiral down to crash among the trees. It was an amazing sight, he grinned. He'd accidentally applied his own air brakes and was flying way too slow to be safe, but it gave him time to watch the crash. When he returned to base, his crew chief, the guy who takes care of the plane when it's on the ground, told him he'd been hit. You got a couple of bullet holes in the wheel well, the chief said. You want to see him? Well, George thought about it for a moment and then said, no, don't even tell me that. Focus on the success, right? Let's not recount how close we almost got to failure. His first book, the one about the rescue missions, is called Cheating Death. That's a profound way to look at high-risk tasks, isn't it? I mean, I'm always like, whoa, I almost crashed right then. Wow, I almost messed that up. It reminds me of the Star Wars line when C-3PO starts to tell Han Solo his chances of success. Never quote me the odds. So how does this apply to us writers? Well, the chances of your book getting picked up or your article selling or somebody reading your blog or pretty much wanting to never quote me the odds. Focus on where you're going, not where you've been. I know George may have meant something far more profound than this, but we always apply the things we hear to ourselves, right? So when you're submitting your book or your screenplay or your magazine article, whatever it is, and you hear that little voice that starts to doubt the odds of your success, now you have an answer. Don't tell me that. Never quote me the odds. You can learn more about the amazing George J. Merritt on Wikipedia and even more on his Facebook page. And thank you for spending a moment in this writer's house. Mm -hmm.